Welcome everybody to the Sauce Podcast. We are so excited to be here. We have some of our favorite people online right now, or least favorite, I don't know. But we're super excited to start this year's podcast off. Last year, every single week, we interviewed a top performing rep. It was all over the company, just whoever was crushing it. Last year, we didn't brand it super well. There wasn't a name for it. We just kind of called it the success calls. Whereas this year, it's going to be the sauce cast or the sauce podcast. Essentially, just trying to make sure that we capture everyone's secret sauce of what makes them such a good rep, Adam Power. So on this week's episode, the first one in 2022, we have Carson Hop here from the Vertex region. Carson, thanks for being on the podcast. Hey, thank you guys. I'm excited too. Not only do we have Carson, we also have Chandler Rust, who is the Vertex director. He oversees Carson Hop and all of his region. Chandler, thanks for being here as well. Thanks for having me, Jake. I'm super happy to be here. It's going to be really fun. Throughout the year, you're going to hear from the top performing reps. And the reason we selected Carson is because he has been on a tear lately. Chandler, you've been watching him closely. Obviously, his numbers. Of course. Have you been impressed so far? Been extremely impressed. It's it's honestly out of the ordinary, um, not only for Carson, but for our region and for the company to be doing the volume um, that he's doing in such a small amount of time. Um, and we'll talk about that, obviously, a little bit later. But kind of the, some of the new tactics that he's using, he's kind of revolutionizing how we knock and sell solar. So I'm stoked to hear kind of how he's doing that. I couldn't agree more. Vertex has really stepped up this year. I mean, I think last year it was kind of evident that you guys were the, the runners up usually, right? And this year you're leading the charge company-wide as a region. You consecutively have had the highest CPR for a while. And there's reps like Carson that make that happen. And so I want to give Carson a little intro so everybody can kind of get to know him, feel who he is and his vibe. Carson is a stud. I remember meeting Carson in a little Airbnb in St. George for the first time. And he's like, I've been laboring doing pest control. I can't wait for solar. And I got to know him pretty well. And here's kind of the rundown of Carson Hop. He's from Eagle, Idaho. So kind of a small town boy. He's 23 years old, but he currently lives in Bakersfield, California, selling for Empower. Um, before Empower, Carson went to Dixie State University. He's kind of a smarter guy, smarter than he looks. He actually was studying kinesiology, if that's how you would say that. And he was trying to do all of his pre-med classes. He did really well there. He graduated school. He finished all those pre-med classes. But when he finished up, he decided that Empower was actually what he wanted to do for his future, which we'll talk about a little bit more. While he was in school, Carson did three years of pest control. He sold for two different companies. His third company was Green X with a lot of guys that are now at Empower, right? And so far, it's been insane. This is Carson's second year at Empower. His first year was last year's rookie year. He crushed it then. But this year, your performance is triple or quadruple what you did last year already. It feels like it's on pace to be a huge year. Um, with this being your fifth year in Dota Door, obviously you know what you're doing now. So I'm, we're expecting huge things. So far, just this year, you are co-managing a team that is consecutively around a one CPR. You took four players to the final four in the Madness competition, which is really hard to do with 40 teams competing and being the top four of those 40 teams. You almost made it to the championship, barely losing. On top of that, your team has done very, very well, but you've always led from the front with 45 personal closes year to date. So in 2022 already, it's the second week of March and you've already closed 45 deals, which makes you a great contender to be the first person on the sauce cast. 
So Carson, we're stoked to have you, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for making me sound really good. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a good start to the year. Um, when I first started um, in solar, I got off to a little bit of a slower start than I thought I was going to just because I had um, experience on the doors selling pest control. Um, but once I figured out how to close and you know got comfortable, it's been really good. So I'm excited to share with you guys some of the things that's helped me. Um, as of recently, one thing I've been working on here in Bakersfield with the guys is, um, you know, just going through people's mailboxes and pulling bills and uh, the people that do sit, just tell them it's mandatory. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you actually got me on that one. I literally looked straight up at Chandler like, what are you teaching these guys <laughs> to do? No, 100% kidding. Don't do that. Um, but one thing that's helped me a ton is uh, the mindset and closing. Um, but for every appointment I go to, you know, I, I tell myself that it's going to close. And I feel really confident with the product that we offer. Um, I tell my guys, you know, if it sits, it closes. And a lot of times it does, um, which is pretty cool. Um, one thing with this job is you want to be a problem solver. Unfortunately, closing isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Like people have their concerns and objections and questions. So, Pretty much every uh, every close is a mini chess match, and you're you're trying to read them after you say things to them and listen to what they say, and you want to take those things into consideration and pre-overcome concerns down the road, and that will help close a lot of deals. Um, Carson, wanna... <clears throat> I feel like yeah. you are hitting our first question on the head, and I'm not even I haven't even asked it yet, which shows what kind of rep you are. You understand, you read the room. Our first question is actually exactly kind of what you're saying. It's on the sauce podcast. We want to hear what your secret sauce is and you're five yep. years deep in the industry of door to door, second year at empower. I think the first question is what do you feel like your secret sauce is? And this could be any tips and tricks. It could be anything that you feel like sets you apart, you know, from the pack from everybody else. And it sounds like you're kind of describing that now. Yeah. I think just the confidence um, going into it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'm getting comfortable saying really bold statements and then I'm always ready to pull back and take pressure off of people. But we sell a really cool product that gets to save people money. Um, so I feel really comfortable, you know, when I'm knocking, doing it and then going to meetings that I'm doing something that's going to benefit them. So I feel a lot better being bold and, you know, trusting that, or I don't know, just building that trust and communication with someone and, you know, kind of guiding them down the path to getting solar just makes a lot of sense. So you feel like kind of your secret sauce is being bold and just not being scared to, to challenge people and to bring up different aspects of the product. So when you're, when you come across customers that are skeptical of the product or of the process, you're saying that you're using that confidence or that boldness to almost just pull them down the path of getting solar. And you're so confident in both the ethics and quality of what we're doing that you, you're able to be that confident and just and take them down that road um, in the most confident manner possible. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. But I always, I don't want to be like put pressure on people. I don't want to make them feel like I'm selling them something. I want to just let them buy um, and just show them the facts. It's like, hey, you know, you can take pressure off them. Like I get it. I think one thing as solar guys is like, it's pretty common to run into people that have a problem with their utility company, but a lot of people don't really have a, 
problem with their company. They've paid them forever and they don't really know any difference. So you can just take the pressure off them. Like, Hey, like I get it. You don't have a problem paying Edison or PG&E. You've done it forever. The problem is, is you guys aren't using that much power, but you're getting charged a lot for it. And then you're able to just show them a solution. Carson, I think it's so cool what you're able to do right now. Um, we're going to jump into it a little bit later in the podcast of how you're able to jump in and show solutions fast and close deals. But something I want to mention is it sounds like a lot of your secret sauce is being confident, challenging people. You've been in door-to-door for five years. There's so many reps that listen to these podcasts that this is their first summer. They've never sold anything. They've never gone door-to-door. How how's that changed for you? Like, were you always this confident year one? Or is this something that you kind of learned that you kind of work towards, et cetera? That's a really good question. I feel like I've naturally always been confident. Um, but I didn't really develop a ton of confidence on the doors after just experience and, you know, talking to every kind of person there is. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's still people that are mean to me and kick me off their porch, but I don't feel like I let people beat down on me. I'll stand up for myself. Um, I think that just, that helps your day go by better. Just not letting people walk on you. Like when I knock, I knock with a lot of intention. I don't like bounce off people's doors. I just try to talk with them and have a conversation. And I think it's a lot harder to be mean to someone when they're like that. And that just helps, you know, build confidence door after door. So you've been able to have more of a conversation with people on the door instead of kind of reciting a a memorized pitch. Is that right? Yeah, there's structure to my setting pitch, but I I try to break it up a lot um, and make it flow more, asking questions and uh, take control of the conversation and just make it more of a conversation. So along those same lines that Jake just asked, last year, I believe you, you had a very successful summer. You're just out for the summer months after you graduated from school. But already this year, I imagine you've sold, uh, if not equivalent to, but more accounts than you did last year. And you've been out since uh, maybe the second week of February. It's been barely two months at this point, and you've had 45 accounts put in. What is is that still this, the biggest change from last year to this year is the confidence level? Or what would you say is the biggest change from last year to this year? Um, I think I'm working a lot harder this year, too. I've I've always felt bad at the end of the year like that feeling of leaving stuff on the table like oh, I could have worked harder so this year I I'm like not working like for a second you know I, I feel guilty and bad like oh, I need to be working and I just don't want to have that feeling again because it's such a good opportunity so I think my skills have developed a ton and then just working the hours you know filling the funnel just going to the basics is what's helped me be successful Carson, I love that you brought this up and Chandler brought this up as well. Year one in solar to year two is so insane. Like everybody that listens to this podcast needs to understand that whatever you do year one, I fully expect you to do three times as much year two. I mean, we're seeing it all over the Vertex region. Your whole region was rookies last year, Chandler. By far, not Carson included, but it's looking like they're going to get three times the volume sold than they did the previous year. Yeah, that's, it's pretty likely at this point. Right now, as far as a per rep basis, we're just about double where we were last year. We were doing around a 0.6 CPR this time last year as a team of entire, you know, all rookies. Yeah. And looking at our CPR last week was a 0.98, meaning we almost got one deal per rep. And so the leap has been huge from one year to the second, to the second year. 
Um, and I'm excited to see how the rest of this year plays out because we're selling more. Carson's leading the pack in that increase in volume and we're installing more as well. 100%. I mean, I can think of 15 to 20 reps in Vertex right now that have literally sold more year to date than they did all last year. And a lot of them are young guys too. You know, they don't have to be graduates from college as well. You know, we have 18 year olds in some of these markets that are, you know, 17 last year and are on a tear this year as 18 year olds. For sure. And Carson, you kind of answered another one of my questions by saying you you're working harder this year and you don't want to have that end of your conversation where you're like, dang, I didn't work as hard as I could have. I kind of squandered an opportunity, which no one wants to fill in life, right? And that my second question for you was, after five years in door-to-door, how do you keep yourself motivated and refuse the burnout, as everyone calls it? As I say, we hear about it all the time. I'm burned out. It's been a long week, a long month, a long year. I don't want to do it anymore. But you've done this for five years straight, and you're working harder than ever right now. So how do you avoid that burnout? How do you keep yourself going mentally, physically? Is it that end of your conversation? You're, you're tired of having it? Yeah. Um, when I first got out here this year, I was just like, oh, man, on the doors again. And uh, shout out. I, I've never met Jacob McCord, but I listened to his podcast a couple times because it helped me a ton. Um, getting a routine in the schedule, like every day, it just helps me a ton. Getting up early, hitting the gym and having structure. And it's not like a question like, oh, like, how long am I going to knock this? Like every day I have to knock this. This is what I'm doing. Um, so just having that mindset, like, you know, it's like there's no going back. This is what I'm doing for the year. So might as well make it count and go all in. Dude, that's so sick that you referenced a past podcast. I mean, that is the whole point of the sauce is that, sauce, right? that we can sauce. learn McCord sauce, which kind of sounds weird, but we can learn what McCord did last year and how he was so successful. And then you can use that now as a 2022 sales rep, you're learning from 2021 success. So that's super cool. So that's kind of your idea is you have a better schedule this year. You're dialed with that. It's not an option of like, yes or no, it's just, this is what I do. Besides, you know, having customers cancel, one of the hardest things for me is like when you have a good proposal ready and then they don't sit and it's like you're going on the doors. So I always just tell myself, like, I like to like kind of trick my trick myself into thinking like, hey, like if this person sits, they're going to close. But chances are they're not going to sit. So just get ready to knock. So if you're always being productive. Um, that's helped me a ton. That sounds like a really good mental trick into probably helping yourself be more productive and efficient with your time. And I think that evidence is super visible within the entire Bakersfield team. And so oftentimes in their little group message, their bill factory that we have, we see Carson at the gym in the morning, but we also see 14 other selfies of guys in the gym as well. Dang. And so that's super cool to see that Carson's not only setting the pace as far as sales go, but as far as productivity and efficiency, routine and culture goes as well. That is so cool to hear. And it's amazing as a leader how you really can change the whole culture of your office. You can influence everybody just by your decisions and your choices. Carson, I want to take one more second. I want to focus on that end of year conversation, that conversation that you have with yourself of, dang, I really could have worked harder. I could have gone bigger. I could have gone faster, stronger, whatever it is. I think that everyone's kind of felt that in life, right? You go to college, you're like, man, I should have studied more in high school. Or 
you go to get that new job, like, man, I should have done more training for this. Or your first day on the doors, you're like, wow, I should have memorized the pitch before I got out here, right? I think that a lot of sales reps would love to avoid that conversation. And a lot of them probably don't know they're going to have it with themselves. But Carson, being in the industry for five years, what have you noticed? You've talked to so many reps at the end of the year. What do reps always say? Wish I worked harder. <laughs> I wish I worked harder. And you've experienced that, but this yeah. year you're, you're done with that. You're not going to hear that again. And that's evident. Yeah. So I just want to tell all sales reps listening, like you're going to have a conversation with yourself at the end of the year. We've all been there. I know Chandler's been there. I've been there. Carson's been there. Everybody on this podcast have been there. You're going to have this conversation where you're going to look yourself in the mirror as David Goggins does, and it's going to be real. And you're going to realize, wow, I made half of what my friends made, or I made double what my friends made. And that's how you can kind of tell yourself, how hard did I work? And it's okay to have that. And everyone kind of goes through that. But just if you can know that now, do everything you can every day to avoid that at the end of the year, right? And going off that, you'll never look back at your summer and be thankful that you stayed one hour longer at lunch or that you went home 15 minutes early. But you will be grateful for those times that you went out an hour early and stayed out 15 minutes longer because that will be reflected in your take-home pay at the end of the day. 100%. And you'll never, yeah, I, I, when you're at the end of the year, when you're sitting at the company-wide party and you're watching people go on stage, you don't want to be thinking, I could have gotten that if I would have worked a little harder. I'm more talented than that person. They just outworked me. No one wants to feel that. And Carson, not only have you kind of revolutionized your thought process this year and your mindset, but you kind of revolutionized the way you knock doors. Chandler's told me a lot about it. That's why I'm super excited Chandler's here. And I know that you obviously are the master. The third question I kind of want to ask you today is you pioneered a new concept of on-the-spot closes where from what I'm gathering, you literally knock doors, pull their power bill out of their mailbox. No, you pull their power bill and you go and you set the appointment for then, right? And on the spot, you walk in, you sit down with these homeowners and you present a deck to them, right? You build a proposal really fast while you're building rapport, I'd assume, and you present a deck to them. Tell me about this, dude. What are you doing? How are you? You're the self-gen king this year and I want to know why. Um, so I kind of... I started doing that uh, on the spot uh, self gen when I was in the neighborhood with a lot of old people. I was pulling their bills and setting up appointments later, and I realized that they were weren't really doing anything anyways. So I started just having like a light bulb, you know, like um, you know, I pull their bill, everything, and then I I would look at my calendar, just like a light bulb, like oh, actually, I have a little bit of time before my next appointment. I can run it for you real quick. And it doesn't take long at all. And they're like, oh, okay. And sometimes I like, don't say anything. And I just walk towards their door and say, you know, you want my shoes on or off? And they don't, they don't have a problem with it. They're not doing anything anyways. The option so, closed. Um, do you want my shoes on or off? Either way, I'm coming in. Yeah. But what do you want? I always take my shoes off unless the house is really gross. Um, yeah, I think it's good to take your shoes off. It's Bakersfield. <laughs> we, we've all been there in door to door, dude. You're walking into who knows what. This, they might have 100 yeah. cats in there. We don't know. Yeah, so that's a really good way to get in on the spot. Just that light bulb, like, oh, actually, um, doesn't take long at all. I have a little bit of time right now. I can just do it for you while I'm here. Or another good way, uh, shout out to uh, Fresno. I don't know for sure who said this. I think it was Owen Maple. Um, he, he has a good one-liner that's like, hey, uh, I've taken five minutes of your time. Do you mind if I take ten more? And no, 
okay, well, I'll just run the numbers while I'm here. It's a super good way to do it on the spot. Dude, isn't Owen Maple like 18 years old? Yeah, he is. Okay, just making sure that this young buck is teaching us all a lesson. little shout-out to him last week, and this was in the highlight video, but he on the spot closed somebody, walked in, pulled a bill, closed them down, and then walked out. And normally you'd leave, you know, thinking, wow, I, I'm pretty awesome. I'd go celebrate, get back in my car, For drive sure. off, Straight go to Dairy a, Queen, go whatever. drive to Raising Cane's, wherever. Mm -hmm. But he walked out, went to the neighbor, did the same thing to the neighbor, two on the spots in the row, or in a row, and I love that the collaboration is happening a lot between Bakersfield and Fresno, and they're bouncing ideas like this off each other mm. and almost becoming more competitive and producing more on-the-spot self-gens because of that. And so it's a it's a great synergy that's going on between those two offices. And they're in the Vertex South region. So, so it sounds like I mean, you guys are talking, and you've kind of pioneered this, and everybody in Vertex is kind of adopting it from what I've gathered, right? Yep, across the whole region. And it's working very well. Carson, how often would you say, like, on a weekly basis, if you have five closes, I know you often pop off, you had seven last week, but if you had five closes out of those five, how many would be on-the-spot self-gens? Um, when I'm closing other people's deals, it's hard to do an on-the-spot because I need to drive there, but we've, we've had a ton of same-day set closes where it's, like, maybe an hour or two after they set it. Um, but if I'm self-genning, I'm trying to do at least, like, half mine on the spot um, last year, I didn't have any same day at all or on the spot closes. And I left so many deals on the table from, you know, life happens and they can't, you know, that the appointment falls through and stuff like that. So, I mean, working in another industry, pest control, we grab their credit card right there, you know, home security. A lot of time you do same day installs. So people want it as soon as they can get it really. So if you can just do it right there, it makes sense. Dude, I love it. That is so sick. I've heard of it over the years, and we've mentioned it, and people have done it at Empower. Maybe when I was closing, I did one or two like that, but it wasn't a norm for me. I was very much a pull a bill. I'll come back in four or five hours, or I'll come back the next day, and I totally know what you're talking about. You feel like there were so many opportunities that I would go knock their door, and they wouldn't answer, and I'd be so bummed. It essentially eliminates one of our biggest pain points, which is the sit ratio. For sure. How many solid appointments and bills do we pull that that don't sit, you know? And it takes that ratio that oftentimes is the biggest headache in solar and gets rid of it. 100%. So now it's just pull a bill and your close ratio. And that's a huge mindset issue too, right? When you have that customer that you're like, oh, they're going to close for sure. You're texting your closer, you're texting whoever, and then they show up and they don't even answer the door. That's kind of That kind of sucks. So... That can definitely eliminate that. So just to make sure your process is essentially you knock the door, you pull their bill, you look at it, you kind of set the appointment on the porch, right? You kind of are doing the usage. You're talking about, you know, what you can do to help them, how you would kind of run the numbers for them. And then it's, hey, I, I actually have another 10 or 15 minutes right now. Do you mind if I just pop in and show you this real fast? Shoes on or off type of thing. Yeah, basically. And it can be a little tricky when, you're running all the numbers and you don't want to have like silence awkwardness. So you're like multitasking, like small talk with them, building rapport while you're building a deck. So it takes a little bit of practice. And as they say something like, Oh yeah, right on. Um, Cause you don't know what they said. You're like trying to do this proposal really quick. Um, but yeah. So you're building the proposal inside with them after you, after you've done the shoes on or off your inside. And now you're building the proposal. Or are you doing that before you go inside? Oh, I'm, I'm inside at their table and now I'm looking at their bill and building a proposal um, while they're there. And it's best if there's not like a ton of 
you know, like it's just a silence for like five or 10 minutes. So it can be a little challenging multitasking, like having a conversation with them while you're building the proposal. But um, I've gotten better at that. Has the, the technology that we've implemented this year helped in the on the spot closes of having, you know, the ability to generate a proposal, you know, literally within two minutes on your own? Has that helped? Oh, yeah. That's been a game changer. I don't think I would be able to do it without that, honestly, um, because you can just like, yeah, build it really quickly. So, uh, every rep in the company has this shout now, out right? Chandler. I mean, <laughs> biggest shout out to Chandler. He is such an asset. With that his, was not meant to be a a, a self shout out. That was not meant to be. No, it was a perfect <laughs> fish. It was a perfect perfect hook out there. I get it, dude. Um, no, but seriously, huge shout to Chandler. He's made a huge impact by creating this, and the whole company has it. So anybody could do this, right? Yeah. I I was I was really just curious if that app had helped generate that more because just hearing from other people in the industry having to talk to corporate to get your proposal. So the customer wants to add a panel or get a discount and having to go to corporate and wait for an email quote to come through your email in 30 minutes. That just sounds like probably the most inefficient process totally. out there or to wait for someone in some foreign country to build a roof map and send it back to you. That just doesn't make sense to me. And so I, I was, I've, I've been hoping that this would be a result of the new technology we have this year. And it looks like it's working. I know that there's multiple reps company wide that have been doing this. I know Hans was one of those guys that with the lightning calculations of Super trying to be sick. fast. So it makes sense what you guys are doing and how you're doing it. It's, it's so, so cool. And I think that as we're wrapping up this podcast, we don't want to take too much of your time cars. We know you're busy trying to go close deals left, like left and right. But where do you see yourself finishing this year? As far as Adam power, like I want to hear about your goals. I want to hear about on a weekly basis, what your goals are on a monthly basis. How do you see yourself finishing install wise at the end of the year, where do you see yourself being at Empower in 12 months from now? I just want to kind of talk future. I want to kind of dream for a second. Cool. Yeah. Well, I want my whole team to be consistently on the leaderboard to make a ton of money. Uh, at the beginning of this year, I wanted to do, you know, 60 installs. And I realized now that I, I, my potential is a lot higher. So you now I want to be doing close to a hundred. I, I might need to, reevaluate and get specific numbers but um i think you know 80 to 100 installs that's gonna give you every incentive the mexico trip the thailand trip the tesla incentive plus if you hit 100 you go anywhere in the world customized trip with brandon and some of the executives so that's really really good goal to shoot for it's funny how you adjusted your goal mid-year would you suggest that everyone does that yeah yeah definitely that goal setting is something that i've never been super good at like week to week or month to month basis i i just go out and work um i haven't been like super good with my goals but i need to reevaluate and i think everyone should should have goals and push it do you have more micro goals like on a i mean to hit 100 installs Chandler, you know you've been 50 plus i've been 50 plus to hit 100 installs it's pretty tough you've got to do a weekly goal i'm sure and a monthly goal mm -hmm. do you do those yeah i mean i i want to be closing at least five deals a week and 20 on the month, so. Which you've done for two months now, 20 plus a month. Yep. I believe in March you had 22 closed deals. I reviewed your stats, your data. I watch it closely for everybody here, and 22 in the month of March, you barely missed the Lambo incentive and some different things like that, But which is off installs, but you're going to be there soon. When you throw down 22 deals in a month, you're going to win the install incentive really quick, I would guess, right? 
that is everything we kind of want to go over with you. I feel like you have shared some sauce, dude. 100%, no questions asked. Your secret sauce is winning. It's working. Is there anything else that you want to throw out there or Chandler wants to throw out there before we wrap up the podcast? Um, no, I mean, I do have a, a couple good closing lines um, that I can share that I think could help guys. Dude, we love it. Yes, throw please. it out. Cool. So um, I actually got this one a little bit ago, but it another one thing that I've been throwing in there is when you're sitting down with the homeowner at the very end, just, you know, break it down like, hey, you guys own your microwave, your oven, your your phones, your TV. Might as well own the stuff that powers everything. Um, I think that's a pretty sweet line. It just makes sense. Um, another line, yeah, I think a lot of people, it's easier to say no than yes. So at the end, you know, you tell the homeowner, like, now that you've seen everything and understand how it works, would it be overstepping if I asked you guys to see if you could even do this? No. Okay, perfect. Just fill out the application. I think that's super smooth. Um, but I feel like my one-liner close that's been that I've seen the most success with and I've shared with Fresno and Bakersfield, and I think it's helped a ton. At the very end, I'll just, you know, if they're not ready to just fully commit, I'll just say, I'll, I'll just leave with this. The worst part about my job is when homeowners, you know, think about it for two or three weeks and they get back to me and they want to get solar and either, you know, they don't get approved or their roof doesn't work. Um, so what I usually do is just see if those two things are good to go. I can have everything sent out to you and have someone come look at your roof. Does that sound fair? And then just in super, super nice way to close people. Wow. Those are genius. I love those. With that, I, I, I've been curious, what's the most amount of on-the-spot self-gens you've been able to do in a week with, with lines like that? Um, I think four, but I had a couple other closes with them for guys. So four on-the-spots plus your normal closes from setters. So that's incredible. I mean, I know that he did four last Thursday. So that's like a four <laughs> spot for him is not a big deal. That should be straight out of the book of Carson, chapter 12, verse 4 through 8 of those one-liners. Uh -huh. Everybody needs to go memorize those. Those are going to be like Bible verses you know by heart. And so if you didn't already, rewind this podcast, go write those down, memorize them, and use them. Let us know how it goes. That's the point of the sauce cast, to learn the secret sauce from every other rep and to improve your game. So Carson, we seriously appreciate you being on here. You've been an awesome guest. Chandler, thanks for all your help. And that's it for the SauceCast.